You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you? The proud phrase said that I must eat this pie. This is a public service announcement for residents and visitors of King's Landing. The King's Landing Fire Brigade suggests all able-bodied individuals carry a receptacle of water with them at all times. New, clear, plastic receptacles can be obtained for a limited time subject to availability at the Dragon Pit during daylight hours. Remember, only you can put the fires out. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 85, The Iron Throne. I'm Lauren. I'm Jenny. I'm Rachel. And I'm Jess. So, ladies, this is it for the show. This was uh, the last episode. Yep. Uh, how are you feeling about that? I feel pretty good just because the books, they're not out yet. So it's not really over for me. Yeah, that's same. What, that, yeah, this is how I'm feeling as it's well. Still, it's still strange to come to the end of an era. True. True. But it's what brought us all together, so... I know. That's why it's strange so, to come to the end of an era. So yay. Um so last night we we watched the uh we watched the episode together and and Jess and I took turns having moments of sobbing. Yeah, you can hear it very audibly, <laughs> at least Jess on the recording. It's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. I was trying I was trying to keep it to a minimum. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was listening to it back and we were we were giggling over it. I also listened back to our predictions from our trailer podcast mm. and we were very wrong. <laughs> Go us. I love when we're wrong. It means that there's so much we don't know. Yeah, it means we didn't read leaks and then try to pass yeah. it off as like for yeah. you know. Do you know yes, what was exactly. really funny? Like a few episodes ago we were making jokes about King Brands and like the Crips. And how they're all named Bran, and like we should. Yep. That should have been a clue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, he, there was no other brand they could have named him after, so Bran the Broken it is. Um, but why don't we get to our pie ratings? Jenny, you're very good at describing them. I'm terrible at it, so I'm handing this off to you. Go for it. For the last time, until, you know, prequels and other things, we are rating our. <laughs> We are rating the episodes based on our delightful Frey Pie rating system, based on the phrase from the books that were baked into the pies by Wyman Menderley. Uh, Rhaegar is the best, Jared is in the middle, and Simon is the worst. Okay, thank you. So now that you've done that, why don't you give me what your rating was? Um, I gave it a Jared with some Rhaegar sprinkles for the endings that I did like. I mean, there's stuff that, like, didn't make a whole lot of sense and the Danny stuff was questionable, but I did like a lot of the endings. So I feel like I went into this episode with a lot of, with like basically zero expectations because I was so disappointed last week that I feel like I reached like neutral mm. almost. <laughs> Cause I've been like flip flopping this season back and forth on being like, I love it. I hate it. I love it. I hate it. So now I'm just like, okay, I feel like somewhat at peace with this. It wasn't, as bad as I thought it was going to be, and I kind of enjoyed some of it. Okay, that's that's good. That's good, Rachel. Uh, I gave it a solid Jared with a side of imminent war and rebellion. Um, 
I keep going back in my head to thinking about like George's promised bittersweet ending. And I, for me, I think it's bittersweet for different reasons because as a reader, as a, as a viewer, uh, you know, when you reach the end of a tale like this, you know that you're really just reaching the end of like, as Jenny said, an era. Uh, so I feel like, you know, this, this, this time of peace may, may not be as long lived as we hoped. And that's the bittersweet for me. Okay. I can see that. What about you, Jess? Uh, I also gave it a Jared. I think for most of the characters, I was pretty satisfied with their ending, really with the exception of uh, the handling of Daenerys and her death and just her whole storyline in general. I think had they had proper setup and build up, it could have been something really special and really sad and poignant, her death, but it was kind of just like, mm, okay, she's dead, I guess, yeah. which is unfortunate um, that I didn't have like a visceral reaction to one of the main characters, you know, dying. Like I should, I think they were, it was supposed to be played emotional for us, but I, I felt nothing. Um, it was, it was inevitable. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I, I have a lot of feelings on just Danny in general. I can't rate it any higher because of that. Okay, all right. Um, I guess I'm in the minority here because I fucking loved it, and maybe I went. You in... hate Danny? <laughs> no, well, I just find <laughs> Danny boring. I mean, she's less boring on the TV show than she is in the book. Uh, I think Amelia is fantastic, so it's not her at all. It's just the character I've never been a fan of. Um, but it's not that for me, I feel like, um, the characters ended up where they needed to be. Um, and I was okay with that. And especially, um, I feel like last week, I feel like I didn't get the ending for Jamie that I felt like I needed. And this week I feel like it, it was the ending I needed for him. So that to me was like a big deal, but I still have mixed feelings on that, but I like it better this week than last week. But overall, I, I really liked this episode. I, I'm, I, I honestly went in with really low expectations after last week. And for the most part, I really liked the season. Um, and last week just really like left a bad taste in my mouth. So for me to come out of this being really satisfied in the end, um, I, I gave it a break or I was happy. So that's that. Anyway, so we're going to move on to the, uh, the awards. And this is the last time we're doing the awards for this show. I can't wait for the prequel and having to figure out all new brand, uh, new awards because we don't know <laughs> any of these characters. I thought you said uh, all new brands. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, I, you will know we, get, what? we will get Brandon. We will, brand. I'm sure there will be some brands in there for us. Um, we'll just I'm have sh- brand watch and stuff. Oh, there watch. you go. There you go. So, um, Rachel, who did you put for MVP? Because uh, I really love this. My fir- my first MVP nomination was Mira Reed for dragging Bran around for three seasons so that he could one day be king. <laughs> yeah, I added I added Jamie for pushing him out of the window, uh-huh. and Theon for killing all the whites, uh-huh. and Arya for killing the Night King, and Hodor for holding the door. Yeah, that that's fair. <laughs> hey, but Mira for sure. <laughs> Mira, Mira for sure. Oh, actually, um. Some somewhere on the internet, they're saying the guy that was sitting next to Sam uh, might have been Howlin' Reed. I know. I was like, what? Really? Based on whatever clothing he was wearing, looks similar to clothing he was wearing a thousand years earlier when they, 
when, when they kill the star of the morning. I was like, ah. I don't know. I was like, okay, all right. That's some serious. Why well, I mean, he's here. the only person that I don't know who he is. Yeah. Well, there was another person too, I feel like. So, oh no, there was three people who like, I was completely clueless who they were. And in fact, when we watch it later on with the subtitles, it just says man one man too when they're speaking and i'm like great that's we've got it we've got to look and see what the cast listing i mean not that we would know what that actor's name is but but if we don't recognize the name i'm sure it's a little more helpful um yeah okay um and who else did you uh... oh and i i also nominated drogon uh because he really got the shit end of the stick i think at the end of all of this having lost his brothers and his mother uh and but despite all of that, he did not he did not continue his pain on toward to everyone else. He kept it he kept it you know civil, uh, and he prioritized very well by uh, taking out the Iron Throne and then leaving. That's so basically, the opposite of his mother. Basically, he learned. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad someone did. I'm glad someone did. And I. You know what? I and I, I, I think it's pretty cool that the, the Iron Throne went out the way it came in by Dragonfire. So. Well, it couldn't really go out any other way. Well, it could have just not been touched at all. They could have thrown it to the bottom of the ocean. Yes, yeah. that would have been good. <laughs> there you go. I would have liked to have seen them lugging it up to the ocean. I <laughs> just think put it in one of those fun. yeah trebuchets and just launch it. There you go. Okay, so Jess, um, what about you? I gave it to Amelia Clark. I know she's not a character, but the uh, the thought of having to memorize lines in a completely made up language and sell it, I thought she did a great job with that. That is not easy to do, I'm sure. And so, no, it's not. And that's I think why, when, mainly for that speech. Had, yeah. When we had dinner with David, I think he said that she was the one who speaks it the best. Am I correct? Well, she's the one who has to speak it the most, so that yeah. would make sense. Uh, am I correct that he? Said I that? don't remember. No, I thought he said that the actor that played Grey Worms. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe he did. Okay. What is his name? I never remember his name. I'm so sorry about that. I follow him on Instagram. Uh, Oh, uh, Jacob Anderson. Jacob? Yeah, it's a J name, right? Jacob Anderson. Mm -hmm. Right? Is that right? I think so, yeah. Jacob feels right. It's because I'm I'm thinking like Richie Raleigh, his other other name. Um, So that's throwing me off. Um, Okay. So, I'm looking at this scene and I have no idea if that's Helen Reed. Well, I, I think I, I is think he covered should... in moss? No, <laughs> <laughs> he's not a swamp monster, and I am disappointed. He's the right but age, I, though. I think it's a question we should ask David if because I'm kind of wondering if she was switching the languages to to differentiate between the Unsullied and, when she's, and the Dothraki. When she spoke to the Dothraki first. Yeah, I'd have to go back and listen to the Blood of My Blood part because that's the only part I would recognize. Oh. But um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I would assume that she would switch, but who knows? I liked our theory with Eli on Twitter, where they were studying the like Duolingo High Valyrian on the the ship. I mean, she was definitely speaking High Valyrian because she said "boar" and all that stuff. But I don't know if she switched to Dothraki. And I'm really happy that in the you know in Lannisport they have uh, Rosetta Stone High Valyrian for Tyrion growing up. <laughs> I am just going to assume that he, you know, understands more than he can speak it or that he was studying like the conquering vocabulary lists. No, I I, I you know what? Like it's like when people speak Spanish around me, I understand more than I can speak. So I that's how I thought that he maybe was understood more than he could speak. 
I mean, so. it would make sense that the hand of the queen would apply himself to learning the language that she mostly speaks in to her, to her people. Right. So, okay. But he is well, bad at, yeah, he's bad I'm at it. Sure, he's terrible at it. He's I'm terrible. sure that the small folk are thrilled that they don't have to switch over to Hive Lyrian mm-hmm. as their new language. Yeah, I'm sure All those are. that are left alive. Like that one guy that was wandering through King's Landing <laughs> as the only man. survivor. <laughs> but no one helped. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the, the Stark Watch. Um, apparently all of our babies, well, the, the remaining four babies, survived and made it to the end of the series. Um, surprisingly surprisingly and um and how how are we uh how are we feeling about this um happy ish i'm happy but i feel like realistically john probably should have been killed twice (laughs) i still don't understand like why uh gray worm didn't murder him for murdering danny or even how he found out that he had murdered danny. i know did did he find john standing over the blood stain and john was just like i did it yeah oh, please john probably went in front of everybody and said hey hey my, my, my bad my i just bad. feel like why would they keep him prisoner i guess it was a, whatever but i mean i if she disappeared and he was the last one to enter the throne room then like okay he did it <laughs> but yeah but there's no body there's there no is body. no body, but again, like, and there then, was no dragon either. So, like, conceivably, she could have flown. She off could have flown dragon. away. Yeah. So, right. But if I was, if I was Grey Worm, I'd be like, she wouldn't leave. Yeah. So I'm sure you can. I feel like he also probably confessed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. That, totally. Did. Totally. Definitely John did. Moved. He totally confessed. Definitely did. But yeah, I don't know why they kept him and Tyrion alive until. You know, so their beards could grow while they waited for everybody. Somebody to come down convinced from Grey Worm that he needed to wait for to execute them until some other High Lords arrived. I guess. I guess Davos. Davos is the only other one there. Yeah, and, I guess. And the only da- one with any sense. Again, Davos is an amazing character, and I I love him. Very love pleased him that he made it all the way through. Because oh, he, me too. He deserves that. <laughs> me too. I mean, I just oh, I love him. I'm so happy and. Hopefully he'll actually get to see his wife now. So, <laughs> so uh, nobody nominated a, a, a Ned Stark award, a Stark award this week. Well, I guess it'd I be mean, John for admitting to killing the uh, queen. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So so you mean so the usual? I feel uh, we should call it the, the John usual, Snow Award at this. The John Snow. Uh, don't you mean yeah, the we, Aegon Targaryen Award? Yeah, right. Yeah, can we transfer? Maybe for the pre The Aegon Snow Award. Aegon Snow. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Ajon Snogarian or something. Ajon <laughs> Snogarian, uh, I like it. Okay, um, saw that on Twitter. So Jenny, you have a couple of favorite fan shoutouts. Um, I want the Song of Ice and Fire book. Sam, hit me up. Yeah, um, true. Get those scribes on making copies. True, true. Uh, or invent the printing press. Something. So um, why was it? Why wasn't it Sam that wrote it? Why was it? Why was yeah, that was weird. Because he was he's he was writing it uh, in the season that he was at uh, at um, Old Town. E- what's his name? Ebros is that the name of that? Yeah, he was writing it then, and he had that ridiculous name for it. And 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 uh, Sam even said to him, "Shouldn't you have something a little more poetic than that?" Because it <laughs> I was clearly like, blocked this out. Entirely. It was this like whole like all the wars of. Of the, I don't know. It was something so boring. I can't even remember what it was. I do. I do vaguely recall that now. Yeah, he did say he helped with the title, so I guess right. And so that, so so that's a throwback to that. So that's what that was. Um, 
In any case, I want a copy. Yes. Uh, I also enjoyed Davos correcting Bronn's grammar. I loved it. Because, you know, he was illiterate at the beginning, and now he knows enough that he can correct grammar and follow, you know... And Stannis Stannis lives. Stannis to the Roman Nazi legacy. (laughs) And I hope he never stops doing that to Bronn, because I hate Bronn. Yeah, fuck Bronn. What the fuck? I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. I mean, that seemed like a thing that's definitely not gonna happen. Right. In the books. No. Right. No way. (laughs) Right, Bron getting high garden that is a joke. No, no. Or, or like, but like, big Bron getting a, a a high seat, like, is yeah. more explicable to me than than him sitting on the small council. Like, exactly. Let, let, but let's let's put that aside for a second because I know we're going to come back to it because I know we all have something to say about it. But yes, it is inexplicable. I can't even say it. I'm so annoyed. I can't even say inexplicable. Um, fuck Bron. That's what we need to right, say. Right. Anyway, fuck Bron. Exactly. Um. <laughs> Uh, Jess, what were your, uh, your shout outs? Oh, I have a few. Just like the, the parallels between like a lot of people in Westeros history, Arya and Nymeria, Bran the Builder and Bran, um, uh, Azura High and Nissa Nissa and John and Danny. So I, I like all those parallels. And then I also put down, um, like the Starks bending the knees, how like, uh, a- Torn Stark bent the knee to Aegon and then right. Aegon bent the knee to... <laughs> Brand Stark. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. And then also, I just wrote this one down because as we were talking about it, but Danny talking about the book version of the Iron Throne. Yeah, that was great. I thought that was like a nice little reference. That was great. That was probably the only... It's probably the only thing that George liked. There, he's just like, come on, just get my version of the throne in there somehow. He's he's always (laughs) mentioning it. I know. (laughs) And Rachel, you had a great one because I had to draw that when we were playing Pictionary. Oh, right. I just put the indirect Alyssa Farman mentions, which goes along with the, you know, the the book parallels but of course they because fire and blood is out they were drawing from some of that as well i i also have a headcanon that aria's ship is called nymeria no i'm 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 totally with that i'm totally with be. that uh, in fact i was saying that today to to my mother when she came home from work and was all sick so excited about the show and she just wanted to talk about it forever now i have a question um, about sure. the ship so is that like her dowry money aria's because they were talking about <laughs> to make the ship i mean it was a pretty ship, and I'm wondering where they got the money to carve wolves and all that stuff. Who knows? But you know, it's all pro bono from the people that make the sails. I mean, Davos the probably gave it and... to her. Plus, he's the master of ships now. So that's true. And he, and he and he does love her because every time she was killing people, he was right behind, the, like cheering her on during the the battle. So. Maybe there was one <laughs> ship from Euron's fleet that didn't burn, and they just grabbed that and like possible wolf and stuck it on there, changed the sails. Or maybe Gendry gave it to her. Aww. I'm just glad that that the sail guy clearly survived. Yeah, <laughs> the sailmaker yep. is still in business, still employed. And the map maker. Too. I was gonna say, did the map maker maker survive? Because that's I important. Hope so. I feel like they're all the same person. Oh, they might be. <laughs> they have they have an Etsy shop. It's very popular. <laughs> that might be. It that didn't burn. Be. It was closer to the keep, so it, didn't, it, didn't. Uh, it was in that one patch where the rocks didn't fall on. You know, it was in the <laughs> fireproof room. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to our favorite one-liners. Uh, I apparently loved a lot of stuff, but let's start with you, Jess. Oh, uh, so my favorite, I uh, too. My first one uh, was. Uh, 
I freed my brother and you slaughtered a city. Like just Peter's very del- proud of him. Just Peter's delivery of that line was so great. And then I yeah. also wrote down <laughs> Brand <laughs> Why do you think I came all this way? <laughs> oh god. Ridiculous. <laughs> But it's just it's just like the epitome of David and Dan. It's like, oh great, like so you just let Danny burn the whole city down and let, let children all... die. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because otherwise he might not have been king. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess it was worth it to him yep. to kill a million just, people. Yep. I just don't understand what that's Fran the same knows exact logic as Danny, by the way. I just want everyone to acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, Jenny, you had a great one, which I loved. It was a moment that made me so happy. Uncle, please sit. Ah, <laughs> uh, Edmure, everyone wants to shit on him because he's such a jerk. I'm glad that he, like, tripped over himself sitting down, too. That yeah. made me happy. Yeah. Um, and considering he plays such a vile character in Outlander, it's nice to see he can play humorous and dumb and dim-witted. I was just glad to see him back because I did not expect that. Yeah, and no, so I, I didn't him either. There, I was like, yes. <laughs> I didn't either. Um, I'm easily I lo- pleased by guest appearances. <laughs> <laughs> I loved when John asked Arya if she had her needle when she said she was leaving. Aww. Um, yeah. Uh, I also love because I was thinking the same thing when John said, "There's still a Night's Watch." Nope, just yeah. you. Yeah, you uh, you are the Night's Watch by yourself. Um, so there's like a small theory on the internet that that was all just a lie. Oh, totally. So that Grey totally. Worm would and and, and stand what was he going to do? What what once he's up there? What? How are they going to control him from leaving? Which they didn't. He left, and that's that. And he's with the people who who understand him and respect him, and he understands their their lives too. So I mean, I like the the image of the gate closing and him sort of looking back at that being like. My a, question you know, was, who was closing and... the gate? Oh, they have automated things now. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> Never mind. Um, I I I I love when when Tyrion was asked was telling him about the Night's Watch, uh, about the decision, and he said that no one is very happy. And I was basically feeling like that was him giving a shout out to the fandom because that's how everybody was going to feel at the end of the series. <laughs> Tyrion got to do a lot of that in yeah. uh, in this episode. Um, but I also love that they brought back "Love Is the Death of Duty" because that 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 was Aemon Targaryen. Oh, I'm sorry, Aemon. Maester Aemon, he does he's not a Targaryen anymore. Um I all right. So let's do let's do the notable introductions and goodbye. So who did we say hello to, Jenny? The nameless Prince of Dorne. Yep. Yep. Uh, and and uh, three other people we're not sure who they were either. Yeah. And uh like we said, welcome back Edmure Tully. Yeah. Thanks for still being an idiot. Yep. Um, welcome back Robin Aaron. <laughs> Who people are now calling the Neville Longbottom of Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy him just sitting there with his legs crossed being like, yep, yep, I'm here. Yep. So we said goodbye to a couple of people. So who did we say goodbye to this week? Uh, what did I write down? <laughs> I wrote down uh, Danny and Drogon and democracy. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I just The three Ds. Yeah, can I just talk about Danny's um, death scene? Sure, sure. Uh, do you want to yeah. or do you want to save that for uh, Nerd Rage? I mean, we can talk about what we thought of it. I mean, I I like okay. I liked it. Uh, I just wish I felt something because I I didn't never really bought into John and Danny as a couple. 
yeah from my Mm -hmm. you know so for me like i i know i was supposed to be a lot more emotional and sad about what john was doing and how like conflicted he was about it and like him trying to sort of reason with her and then realizing that she's not going to compromise and then he has to do it um so i liked it from that perspective but i just wish i i felt something for their relationship because i think it would have been more powerful from my perspective and i liked drogon taking his mom away at the end to a shides for the red priests to like, revive her. <laughs> I, I think, I think they went to Valeria. I to get worms? Well, it doesn't matter, does it? Taking her back to where her family is from. Mm. Um, I wish, I see the, that death was kind of what I wanted for Jamie and Cersei. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yep. But oh well, well I mean that's, pro- that's why they and didn't maybe do that's it. why they didn't yeah. do it because it's just a repeat of it would have been a repeat this week and so like I can understand that at this point but I think it'll be different in the book so well yeah I mean I I understand why it was the way it was in the show but like that's that's the death I wanted for Cersei <laughs> yeah unfortunately we didn't get it I would have loved it um, but no I I yeah I. I never bought into the Danny and John thing either. Uh, so, but, and I don't know if I just didn't care because I just don't really care about Danny too much. And uh, so I was, I was like, eh, okay, I'm all right with this when it happened. Um, I think for me, especially in these, la- the last half of this season, Danny, we haven't really been able to be in her head at all. She's been, no. she's been more of like furniture and, I think it, maybe it would have felt more if we could have been, if we have seen it from her point of view. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Because yeah. um, we've just once again gone to like other people talking about her and around her. And I mean, it's been that way with like a lot of these characters this season. And I find that very frustrating, but definitely with Danny. Because I also feel like, I feel like we kind of like, I don't know. I feel like I kind of like emotionally shut myself off from her after last week anyway. So it was just like, okay, well, yes, this was inevitable because like, what else were they going to yeah. do? Uh, do, do we want to talk about democracy or should we save that for, for later? I'm glad Sam tried. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's say, let's save that for later. Let's, um, okay. but yeah, de- we definitely should talk about it though. Um, so why don't we go into the Rhaegar a la mode? Um, Jess, let's start with you. Oh, let me just scroll down, guys. Mine was, oh, yeah, so mine, apparently I wrote a lot. Yeah, so mine was actually, again, in reference to Danny. I do like the the sort of inspiration of 20th century communist leaders for Daenerys. It also felt very Star Wars and Empire a little bit. Like, uh, yes. I got those vibes. And, you know, Stalin and Mao are these guys who have these, you know, cults of personalities, personality cults where, you know, they impose their will on everyone else and their own concepts and everyone else. And even if what they're doing is counter-revolutionary, like it doesn't matter because it's what they believe in. If you say anything against them, well, you're anti, you're supporting the old regime, you're supporting the old world. And and I, I like that parallel that they had with Danny and how like, when Tyrion says to John about like dissenting opinions, I'm not going to be the last one. 
like purging Fine. dissenters and censoring people who may disagree with you like absolute submission is the only way and there's no room for discourse and dissension and I don't know I, I really like that that choice they made I just wish that they would have earned it a little bit more yeah. they would have done yeah. that I think it could have been like really really like powerful and great if they would have done more of the building of that leading up to it Mm -hmm. like, it kind of felt like it was not forced but like tacked on a little bit like i don't know it just happened too fast yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was very yeah, just... it was very it's difficult now because we're in a, a, a political kind of climate mm -hmm. that also has cults of personality and we're not talking and about trying to shut people down right and we're not talking about like turn of the century fascism or anything like we're mm -hmm. We're talking Living. about real politicians we who we are dealing with right now, and it's difficult, I think, for us to swallow because the politician, the modern politicians that we have, these contemporary people, they're not climbing to the top of their cult of personality by helping uh, the oppressed, or right. at least appearing to, or thinking yeah. right. that they are. Um, they're doing the exact opposite. So to have a character like Danny who gained our, uh, you know, our fan, uh, dumb is because she was killing the masters and because she wanted to break the wheel. And we thought she was learning and she wasn't learning. And instead she was becoming what we, what she sought to destroy. And that's very difficult. And I think very much on purpose, uh, for us, you know, it, it, for the writers of the show, but I don't know if it sat as well with me as they I, maybe I wanted it to. Well, I'm sure they wanted it to be difficult for us. And I'm sure that they, they, us kind of having to change our mind about a favorite character was their goal. Uh, it's, it's just, it's real hard to see a woman who has struggled and been abused and, you know, in a, in a world that was not very friendly to her be, be marginalized in that way. I mean, I'm not defending what she did. I, it's just hard to see her take that that turn. I agree. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, not, we're not in nerd rage, but it was a little bit like having Tyrion sort of explain what they wanted us to, mm -hmm. you know, revisionist history, like think of everything that she was doing. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing, but I don't know that I like. Yeah, that I still don't follow like, explaining, though. Tyrion. <laughs> explaining what you think we were supposed to get out of this to to get to this point, and it I, comes back to again. If they hadn't had this shortened season, they might have been able to, you know, you want you want them to show, not tell us. No, but even mm -hmm. like we'll get into nerd rage, but if you're gonna, they did, didn't play those scenes. They played them saying, as hero if, heroic moments. So yeah, because they wanted too. us to be with her because otherwise this wouldn't have hurt so much, right? Right. 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 I just think they needed to start questioning slightly earlier. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not yeah, not think, just not over one episode and be like Boop. I think I think it needed to start happening when she burned the calls because I think that was when we started being like, Well, that's not good, even though I understand why. Right. You know, I know we had a whole discussion of it on the podcast and we did the that episode yeah. and i think you know every they, in that scene everybody just you know bowed down to her and was like yes and everyone was all like excited about her being you know not flammable and like <laughs> again and it was just like we were just like mm, i don't i don't know about this yeah exactly and i don't feel like the show followed suit with that i think if they had even just one dissenting voice being like 
questioning, I think it would have played better as it went on. But the scene was very, was a very good scene, regardless of all of that. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. It was Which great. Scene? Even the shot, I mean, obviously, yeah, everything. Yeah, the shot with the wings where she, mm-hmm. where Drogon's wings are behind her. As oh, she's that was walking a gorgeous shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was very cool. Um, Can we talk about the other one that you have listed here, Jess? The <laughs> the where Tyrion finds Jamie and Cersei. that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I got a, I was crying during that scene. Obviously, last week I wasn't happy with the way Cersei and and Jamie went out, but you know that's Tyrion's family, regardless, right? Your family's your family, and. I thought like and and he really did love Jamie yeah uh, but he, I, and he wanted Cersei's love but he did love Jamie it's sort of like the real world consequences of war like the human consequences of it all you know this so I don't know I I, I cried during it so. yeah it was difficult yeah. it was difficult to see just to you know that these two people who had been powerful who had been who had so much potential and so much ability and who meant so much to him were you know just rubble also, yeah, and that's, shout out to and Lena and Nikolai because they got each got paid half a million dollars for that episode. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> which is some big Lannister energy, which I respect. There you go. <laughs> she got paid lots of money staring out a window for a while, too. So good on Lena. Yeah. Um, I, I, I picked a couple. Um, I loved the ending scene when Sansa was declared queen in the north. And those are the. And somebody pointed on Twitter earlier today, those are the last words that we hear in the episode is the mm-hmm. words Queen in the North ringing in our ears, which I think is fantastic. Um, Much better than brothel jokes. Yes. Um, I really loved uh, the Brienne scene, writing down Jamie's deeds and filling out the book because he thought it, his his pages would stay empty. And I think we... it was almost it, it was closure for her. Right, and, and, that, and you know, she's she's the Lord Commander. That's what the Lord Commander does. And right, I, I was actually hoping that she would have written more. Yeah, but I guess for hi- for him. Well, yeah, but I also feel like yeah. you know she also wanted to just write everything down very factually. Yeah, and that but that's her. Um, but I liked I liked that. I mean, I don't like the way that they chose to end his story. But I think within the context of how they ended it with Danny and all that stuff, like, it wouldn't have made sense for him to kill Cersei, so the fact that, like, I know people were annoyed that, like, she wrote down, you know, he died protecting his queen, but, like, that, the way they wrote the story, like, that was the way to sort of change his legacy, because, well, yeah, you know, because he's named Kingslayer. History is know, written the by the victors, and, and, so well, she, and, and she's gonna write it the way, the, the, it was closure for her that way. Well, I know, but it's closure for his character, and it's a way for his legacy to be changed. And I like also because that he went even... from he went from killing a king to saving a, to to protecting a queen, right? And I just I like that. Even though I don't like the actual ending, I like that part of the ending for him. That at least his legacy is changed. Yes, yes. Um, I also love that she's Lord Commander, and that Pod is is and now a Sir. Um, yes, that made me. I, I'm not a fan of their armor, though. I have to say, sorry. Uh, no, it's. I like the Raven part of it. I like the, the Raven rest part. Of it, I'm kind of mm. I, like I miss her in the blue. It was too. It's too heavy. It was. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about that armor that I just did not enjoy. Yeah, it looked uncomfortable. Um, it did look uncomfortable. Um, I I I love that that John actually recognized ghost was his dog and petted him again do you, are yeah. you subs- are do you subscribe to the theory that that was added in later 
<laughs> no, that was not intended. No, I don't. No, no I don't. Um, I don't think that they possibly could have done that in like two weeks. No, to get that definitely in. not. Yeah. Um, and my I, la- my, but I appreciate. Oh yeah, it I, I was also I was for that scene. It was very reminiscent of their reunion in A Storm of Swords, mm-hmm. where like they run up to each other and he's wrestling on John's arm. So I, I liked it very much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We cheered. And they're reunited yeah. at the wall. Yeah. Again. Exactly. Um, I also really loved that we now are getting the hint of spring because as they're leaving the wall, John and the free folk, you see the, the, the greenery coming through the snow. Mm-hmm. I saw Shortest that. winter ever in Westerosi. History. That's okay. They had so much shit going on. They deserved a short winter at least. Um, I just don't understand the seasons and I wish that there was more I mean, it's not like they need an extra growing season. They don't have that many people, and the economy is now <laughs> completely under bronze control. Oh God! Well, it's like it's like there's no there. I mean, trade has been decimated. I'm sure, like taxation is no longer happening. All the people that are selling goods, services, and grain to the capital don't have anyone to buy their stuff anymore. And apparently, there's no brothels left. Yeah, very. What important. a shame. Yeah, very I know. important. Very important. Fuck that line. That's why I loved Brienne. Was like, I think we can all agree that ships are more important. <laughs> um, but what else? Did you guys have anything else that we don't have here that you thought were a really great moments? Um, the Stark saying goodbye to each other. I mean, yeah. John. Yeah. yeah, and John. The very and Lord Ar- of the Rings goodbye. Yeah, John saying <laughs> goodbye to Arya, yes. and I don't know. I, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, saying goodbye to Frodo. The whole episode did hinge on that scene between Tyrion and Jon uh, in, in whatever that room was, the makeshift yeah. prison yeah. cell. Um, despite it, despite the logic of it really not not capturing me, <laughs> I, it, it was yeah. a good scene. Well acted, well done. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And I, I like it. Was it was interesting that. Uh, when one was in jail, the other would go and visit them. So they took turns uh, doing that for each other. Okay. Um, so let's move on to nerd rage. Um, let's go back to Braun because I know we all wanted to talk about this. Fuck Braun. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, have at it. It's Tyrion that's that's honoring the deal because he had a deal. I mean, he had a deal with Cersei, but he also had a deal with Tyrion. Right. So he's there because of Tyrion. I get it in context of the show, but I also just but also like what are his fucking qualifications? <laughs> exactly, exactly. None. Um, he's not Go trustworthy. Away. Like, you know, why would you give him the most prosperous land uh, in all of Westeros, and why would you make him master of coin? Because like, he's now the- he's now stand-in brother for Tyrion. He's oh, that's so sad. Yeah, but sad. Tyrion, Tyrion was not like when he sat down next to Tyrion. Tyrion was like, "That's not for you." Like he didn't want him sitting there. So I don't know if Tyrion's also thrilled about having him around at all. Well, but. it's clearly Tyrion's choice. <laughs> Why would you give the guy who only like does things for money like control of all of the money? This is true. I guess. I this guess is that's true. a way to keep him on side. I don't know. I mean, I'm there trying to go. think Still like the the Lannisters were definitely still in debt to the Iron Bank. In fact, they probably yeah. would have been more in debt because she probably borrowed a ton of money to get the Golden Company Golden over. Company. Oh, for so, sure. So, who has all the money in the realm? Sansa's not sharing. They're not part of the realm anymore. So, maybe Highgarden is funding the capital. 
Probably. Maybe. Um, and, is, and is the Iron Bank really still demanding their oh, money? Oh, I'm sure they dead? are. I would yeah, be. I'm sure, I'm I am sure, sure they are the too, honestly. Be playing a, paying a visit to yeah. them quite soon. I would. Um, so there's that. Okay. Anything else on that section? Uh, I only put a note that the realm is once again in the eager hands of a Lannister. I'm not sure if eager is the word to describe his feeling, mm. but definitely in the hands of a Lannister. I'm very much of the, the I'm looking at uh, Tyrion's moves over the last season and like, he seems to have failed upward pretty spectacularly. Like, <laughs> that's what he does. I mean, it is what he does, but it's also like he has never shied away from power when it is offered to him. And you, uh, he's definitely the one making most of the day-to-day decisions for Bran. Oh, obviously. because, But here's the thing with that. Uh, if Bran can see the future and the past, Bran would know if he was going to fuck up big time. He wouldn't be leaving him alone. Yes, to but do Bran, I have, we'll, we'll get to Bran in my nerd rage. But Bran is, he does not, he has all these superpowers and he doesn't even fucking use them. So this is your nerd rage. So go talk about Bran. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Well, he, okay, he can see, he definitely can see the past. Apparently he can see the future. News to me. But if he can, and he's still letting millions of people die horribly, and he's making political decisions that from the outside look like family decisions, that means Mm -hmm. that he's really just kind of a rock in a river. So he, he, it doesn't really matter what he sees as long as it, as long as he's okay, he'll let it happen. As long as he profits from it. Yeah. This is my... This is my issue with the fact that they didn't explain his powers in any way at all in no. terms of, like, the future seeing. Like, does he just, like, is it, like, you know, Melisandre and he just gets flashes? Like, you know, like, Jojen used to just get flashes of, like, a tree and then, like, he had to, like, put And he had to make together. sense of it, right. Like, so is it that kind of thing or can he really see the future? Like, I hope it's the flashes and he sort of has to just... You know, right. piece things together, and well, he knows I think that, it, like, okay, this person is going to be involved. But and he I seems to, like, so much more all-knowing and smug. Than I know, I. and I don't like that. But didn't he? But didn't I? Fi- I kind of feel like it is flashes because doesn't he have flashes? Like when he sees Drogon flying over a city and stuff like that. That's all flashes. That's not that's, right, and that's, that's not why... actual. That's an actual seeing everything. Everything. Yeah, he's not wandering around in in the future like scenes like he was in the past i mean he does in the at least in the books he does he can see the future how but uh, yeah but they don't don't make it explain it no really explain it to me because there's a scene there's a scene in the book where he's having one of his like dreams and he sees um like his sister crying he also sees John's body going cold but those are prophetic dreams with like quick flashes of yeah, like that I'm fine with. I just don't want him to be able to wander around in like a future scenario. Like I, like I don't want him to have been able to wander around that like election scene and no. been like, oh look, I'm gonna be king. You know, like if he just sees skipping, a flash of skipping something, through that, you know, like that's that's okay. So with he me, just saw your so want... like he saw a flash of himself as king and was like, I'll just do nothing and I'll become king. I mean, like that's the that's the problem with these kinds of powers. Like, yeah. in, if and I, you know. I'm thinking about Dune, guys. I'm sorry, but I am. So I, <laughs> if if you have a character, if who is your hero, you know, ostensibly your hero, and he has a you know a prescient kind of power, the only way it works in a narrative for me is if there's a if there's a problem with it, if it's difficult to wield, if it's not a hundred percent right, if it if you can make mistakes, 
Bran does not appear like to be Melisandre able- and her and exactly her visions. right. Bran does not appear to be able to make mistakes, but he also does not appear to have to take action. So he's either a horrible person who sits around and lets people die for his own benefit, or he's he's actively choosing some actions that we can't see, but again, we're not privy to it, that steer us towards better outcomes Doctor Strange style, and... yeah. (laughs) But uh, it's not being shown, and he doesn't talk to anyone, or at least he doesn't where we can see him. And (laughs) And we don't understand where he's coming from. Right, so now he's just a fucking weirdo who does not seem very qualified (laughs) who's going to let Tyrion rule the kingdom while he skates around in a crow. Like, it's a dissatisfying ending for me. That's the other thing. Like, he's like, has has anybody seen Drogon? And I'm thinking, motherfucker, go put your eyes in the back of your head and go look for him. (laughs) Well, that's what he he said he was going to go do. He said, well, maybe I can help with that. No, I mean, like, the Bran thing, like, I don't hate the idea of Bran being king. Like, I'm not, like, that upset about it. Although I did have a coworker come up to me today and be like, Bran, why? Um, (laughs) But I do think that, like, there was definitely not enough buildup for that kind of thing to be happening. And... Like, Tyrion's whole speech and reasoning behind Bran being king was, like, bullshit. Right, and I mean, like, (laughs) is he going to do something in the future that we haven't seen yet that's really important, and that's why it's so important that all of these people sacrifice themselves and for him to live? Because otherwise, just him being king, that's nothing. Like, all these people died just so you could sit there and be king? Who cares? Well, because that's, I felt like they were sort of trying to, like, justify the Long Night episode and, like, having to having everybody protect him and having him survive the night king because he was like i have to be king but yeah is there some reason he? yeah like why are you king though (laughs) and also i'm kind of frightened i'm kind of frightened for when they have to choose another king oh yeah you should be well that's my other question is you know blood raven lived for a really 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 long time is it only because he was part tree like do they have to forget the Iron Throne, are they just going to, like, plant a weirwood tree in the throne room and let it grow and, like, consume Bran? I mean, Bran, then... is, Bran is, is you know, if he can live a long life and without any illnesses to kill him off, he is really young. He's going to be there for 50 years. Like, does he have to abdicate eventually when he becomes too tree-like? Does he have to train a new three-eyed raven? These are the and, questions and, that and I that's, have. And that's my other question. Like, what happens to the three-eyed raven? Doesn't doesn't he have to do what Blood Raven did? Right, and what is the purpose of the Three Eyed Raven? Is it is it for the people? Like, I what are the what are the motivations of someone? Or was it only only tied to the Night King, and it's no longer necessary? The way the wall is technically no longer necessary. There's a lot of questions. I have one thing to say on this. I do find it super amusing that the King of Westeros, you know, the Six Kingdoms, wasn't even in. A whole season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that this morning. <laughs> I think I think I understand people. I I don't. I'm coming at it as a biased brand fan. So I so this is like why I don't care. But I understand people's frustrations because there was literally no setup whatsoever. Bran has no. been for the most part a periphery character, barely had any screen time for like seven seasons. Wasn't even in one season entirely, and then you just oh yeah, by the way, he's king. Um, so and, I, I and, get people's and frustration. quiet all the time, like, just sitting yeah. there. So I, I get... So. I feel like in some ways, and I don't know what, you know, George planned to do, and he might plan on Bran being king, who knows. But, like, it did sort of feel like another one of their we-just-want-to-shock-people kind of moments. At yeah. least the way that they wrote it. Like, it was Did you hear what, like, Isaac's, did you hear what Isaac said? 
No. That he, what? when he got the script, he thought it was a joke script, and that everybody <laughs> got a. I mean, that just like he thought he legit thought it was a joke script because it's like, yeah, there was like no build up. He thought every single cast member got a script where like they became king. And he's like, <laughs> that's no, that's funny. Yeah, that is funny. Aww. Well, I do have a question. Like, what were the alternate endings that they filmed? Right. Did they really? So there's an alternate. They keep saying they didn't. Then they say they did. So did they really? We don't there know. Is, so the, according to the leaks, uh, there was one where Tyrion did in fact die. There was oh. one where John uh, lets Tyrion escape, and he goes north. Well, uh, Tyrion escapes, but he also takes Arya with him, and they go to like Essos Weird. for an adventure. At while while John goes north and they leave and and they this sounds like fan and fiction they leave now. Danny on the throne but like sad because um, there's like <laughs> yeah, a whole yeah there's this very there was one leak that was like a very long drawn out description of like how Danny was like going to demand something of John and he was going to refuse and then she ordered Drogon to you know Dracarys him and Drogon refuses and <laughs> um, yeah yeah well as much as I have questions about this ending. The was <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go um all right let's let's move on to something else um oh oh well Jenny, i do Jenny, wait I, oh, wait, oh wait, wait go ahead go can ahead. we stick sticking with that can we also talk about um the the six the six realms now and how yes sure, how the, the the i don't are we calling it the the kingdom of winter the kingdom of the north it's Let's the, just call it the North. The North. The North. So the North gets yeah. its own, just just cause, just cause Sansa says, uh, "Nope, not gonna no, do it." I, I think they were, but she's been pushing this for a while, like, so it's not well, like this so is new. Back that the, up. The justification is that they were the ones who sacrificed themselves against the others. Yeah. Whereas the rest of the kingdoms kind of sat out the the war. Yeah. That's well, what I, she well, said. I, mean, I can understand why she King's Landing also lost had a lot justification of for it. Yes. Yeah, but they true. didn't fight. They didn't fight the zombie dead people. No, but... no, but there's less of them. <laughs> I mean, I guess my thing is like, you know, the Iron Islands and Dorne both have histories of being independent or wanting independence, and to have Sansa ask that after everybody else like votes Bran in and. I, I mean, you saw, like, they showed a reaction shot of Yara, oh, yeah. nameless Prince of Dorne, being like, excuse me, that was an offer? Wait, no, what? Wa- I mean, again, <laughs> this goes back to what I said about it being bittersweet. It's like, okay, great, everything's hunky-dory, yeah. but you know Yara's going home to start a rebellion. You know that the Dornish are going to be like, no, fuck this. I hope so, I because hope like, it wouldn't make it, sense uh, otherwise. Yeah, otherwise... But this is why, like, okay, like, my, you know, part of my fix fanfiction ending... <laughs> that I came up with was that, well, I mean, part of it was the whole thing we talked about last week with, you know, Cersei and the wildfire and Danny like, not intending to burn all of King's Landing down, but it's sort of happening anyway, was that she would, like, walk through and, and, like, see all the destruction and feel guilty and get to the Iron Throne and realize that in order to break the wheel, she had to, like, change how the things were run and not just be another tyrant herself, and then she orders Jorgon to melt the throne. But that when they go to to talk about what to do with, like, the government, that, you know, Sansa says, you know, I want the North to be free, and then, like, you know, Yara and Nameless Prince of Doran, like, also speak up, and they realize that, like... Who will be Ariana Mattel, so it's gonna be a bunch of women making (laughs) sound decisions. Well, right, but they they would be like, okay, you know, this, this isn't gonna work, but then if they just break apart, like, they 
did before, then, like, that didn't work mm-hmm. either. So they have to sort of, like, form that council that I really wanted. Um, question. I don't know. Question. Do you think yes. that if they did decide to rebel, Dorne and the Iron Islands, would uh, Bran and Tyrion just let them be autonomous? That's a good question. Or, or, I don't know. Or maybe they would just come back and ask. Didn't Yara ask She asked Danny, Danny yes. And so, Danny kind of was wishy-washy on that. Right. Um, and and Dorne, I mean... I just can't... I, I mean, can't the whole reason Yara was are. going to support Danny was because there was this carrot dangling in front of her that if you right. help me, you right. can be queen of the Iron Islands. Yeah. Right. But I still feel like she wanted her to be queen, but like still oh, yeah. be within her realm. I yeah. just can't see Tyrion like having another war or allowing another yeah, I war. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel agree. like they might make like peace with that and sort of but I feel like I don't know. But I definitely feel like they would want to. I can or they see can them just coming... rule Oh, go sorry, ahead. go on. Oh, I was going to say rule like as like almost like hands-off approach to ruling, like you do your own thing, you just pay your taxes. <laughs> right. Yeah. But then of course what do those taxes get you? So if I were a per- yeah. if I was a, a citizen let's not say Iron Islands cuz there's really no one there but Reavers. So let's say I live in Dorne <laughs> or I live in the Reach or something and like they come back and I and I hear about what happened in the north and what happened in King's Landing and now there's this new king who has all these crazy powers that I don't understand and if you just ask him he's letting you leave the kingdom that doesn't feel <laughs> stable or safe especially when you have invaders on the continent you know in the form of the Dothraki and the Unsullied who no one can control and who you're just hoping well, are going to leave. But yeah. Right. But you know, if you're a peasant, you don't really know that. Right. And I can see them being easily riled up uh, to rebel against a weakened state. There's not much of an army left. The The whole core of the army is going to be the Northerners and they fucked off. And yep. yeah, so I can see them you kind know, of, we're going to get, we're going to get a new vulture King. Right. Right. But they could be <laughs> oh, pressing God. the issue and then kind of breaking up into all these other these these other uh, kingdoms slash you know like whatever and uh, maybe that's what Brand is hoping to to organize like maybe another ruler would fight them maybe Brand thinks that he can help make this transition maybe that's possible uh, but I'm again we didn't see that we just saw right. Brand take the throne after you know a ten year well, war. The non throne. His throne. He's had it with him well, the whole time. He's, he's got a he's got a wheeled throne. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I wish that there was some more nuanced. I th- I wish that they had and left us with a like a, an like an epilogue. Not in a even way. an epilogue because that's too Harry Potter. But like just some sort of just like <laughs> inkling of like do are they choosing peace? Like what the fuck are they choosing? Like. Why is why is why Bran and not anyone else? Right. Well, I guess we're not going to find out until George finishes the book. So, and maybe yeah, not, and ways. maybe not even then. Maybe he it could be different. Yeah, and maybe even if it's not, maybe he just won't, you know, flesh it out as much as we want him to. So, who knows? Um, okay, let's talk Can about. Can I talk about Jamie? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Go ahead. <laughs> It was a very not Penny's boat moment for me, where like you know Charlie Unlost dies in like a really stupid way because he didn't have to be there and he could have easily swam out of like the window, mm-hmm. and 
like I was I had pained my peace with that character dying in in that season and like it was fine but I just wish that it would have made sense and I felt very similarly here because like they could have done something with the destruction to make it more like legitimate that they died rather than this one little pocket of yeah, like, but when you're watching building the block scene, rubble that fell <laughs> when you're watching the scene all you see is the the building collapsing coming towards no them. i'm i don't so, have a problem with the no, scene it's just, from just, last no, I'm week with i have you. a problem it's, with it's, like yeah i'm agreeing with you it's just it, that's why you think that that's the only option they have and then you see all these big pockets of space and you're like what the fuck yeah. They could have done a thousand other things. <laughs> like, they're just, like, just make it more believable, because I was watching that scene and just being, that was when I said I hate everything when we were watching it. Yeah, if they had been, like, running angry. down the stairs or something, or, like, yeah, like something. Just, just standing around, yeah. Standing yeah. there, just, like, I don't know, it bothered me, and I was annoyed, and... I think them kind Whatever. of giving up was supposed to be part of their uh, Yeah, tragic. I mean, I can see yeah. that, but it's just, I just don't think it was written well, and I just, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to like it. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, um, you had some other things that you wanted to talk about. Um, I mean, it's stuff that we've all, that we've talked about the whole time. Just overall, the condensed seasons really... I feel like we're a mistake and I do feel like a lot of characters suffered because of it and character arcs were too fast and too truncated to make complete sense and battles look too easily won, you know what I mean? Because they happened in an episode or half an episode and it just it didn't feel believable to me in a lot of ways and, you know, everything kind of wrapped up very easily and very neatly and I, mean, I was talking to one of my coworkers today and he was like, yeah, I was dissatisfied because it was all just sort of, like, wrapped up in a nice, neat little bow. And, I mean, we're talking about all this stuff with, you know, Bran and, and all these kingdoms that might be rebelling. But, like, in general, like, they did sort of wrap everything up Well, yeah, up they hit every nicely. character and said, this is yeah, what they're going to do he now. Said, yeah. he said it felt kind of like a checklist. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It has all season. And, or, and last season, too. You know, just kind of them Except moving characters into place and, like, checking, checking off a list. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's plotting. He's plotting rebellion too. Yes. Um, Rule SO star with, make with elephants. Um, but no, I just think it's unfortunate that that you know they did do that and they did shorten the seasons because I because clearly they didn't have to. No, they didn't, and, and they chose to do. Well, it you know anyway. what I think I is a big had... key in that, and this goes back to what you're saying about the shortened season and just bringing up Star Wars, like. Mm-hmm. And, and this is kind of twofold one i think one of the reasons that we are so unhappy and like we are going through like yes we went through the checklist of our main characters but the story has always been about how the small folk get fucked over by yeah we just ignored them. right by people yeah. who never cared about them and it and we i think i had hoped that at the end of this story it would have been like but the small folk are part of this story in a way that you know maybe we didn't you were not aware of but they're actually the force to be reckoned with and that never really happened and i think this and i think i think the same thing is happening in star wars because and to see D D just go from here to there when there's the same problem in star wars like is a little disconcerting i think you know with with the show it's like that's what i said last week too like it, it got very small and you just sort of forget about like the rest of the the like seven kingdoms like 
you know, it was nice getting people like Ed and like Robin Aaron back because you're just like, oh yeah, there's like other people that are still like alive and doing things. And like, those are just nobility. People you know, we like, forgot to kill. The... We have to yeah. bring them back. <laughs> like, there's all the small folk, but like, even like the Citadel, you know, I mean, we're bringing up in, in the dock too. Like, like Sam's just like Grand Maester now. And like, you know, what happens with Gilly and like his Yeah, did Brian just like send a raven and, and like, like, Sam is your Grand Maester. Like, I don't give a fuck about your elections. Like, exactly like there's just there's a lot of other parts of this you know universe that we've been reading about and that we that have been part of the show and and they just sort of like didn't care about that and i understand why because you know did we really need to go to the citadel and like you know do all that stuff but like it does make the world feel very small and very like they do just like sort of you know check things off and go through all the main characters and like i understand why but it's also a little bit unfortunate um, Jess had some some nerd rage. She yeah, wanted to I'll talk be about, I'll be so. I'll be quick with it. All right. Um. So John's parentage reveal being used just for conflict with Daenerys, and rather than it being what it should have been about, which is for his own person, right? His own yes. identity and what it means is his connection to his father, and like he was loved, and he wasn't like this abandoned child. I don't know. So and then that's why people are so disappointed with John's ending because they hyped this up as this big thing and then it was nothing. It's it's almost like they're doing gotchas with the fans and that's not cool either. And I don't so know. I think that, that might be the one subversion that I'm okay with because that's because uh, John has always been the stand-in for like your typical fantasy hero, like unknown parentage, special destiny, right? Like and yet at the end it didn't fucking matter. Like I kind of like that. No, I love that. But I, I can understand people's frustrations. Yeah. Kind of why... Well, I think... Yeah, go on, Jenny. No, I was just... I read that, that post you reblogged on Tumblr today about, mm. like, how this would go in the books and how, you know, it would be more of an internal thing for John. But that, like, Fagon... The Fagon stuff would be all of, like, the political side of it that John had to get roped into in the show because they didn't yeah, have Fagon. Right. People because were saying that John's that... storyline is, like, from the show is, is like, Fagon's storyline, yeah. Because it, it makes sense yeah. because that's like the part that Varys is involved mm-hmm. in in the books yep. and like that would be the other, you know, character that would be, you know, challenging Danny for the throne. And I think having to merge that together does make it a bit wonky Yeah, <laughs> when you try and like yeah. like disconnect that part of like the political part of the story and then like send John back on his sort of like trajectory that he... So John will just continue in obscurity being like... <laughs> well, I think that that post also mentioned too because you know, I mean this the show obviously decided that you know Arya was going to kill the Night King whatever. But like I do feel like that is Jon's story. Yeah. And and because they kind of removed him from that, I think that makes it feel extra like sort of disappointing for people who were really expecting something from him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Also like Jon in the books by this by Dance with Dragons, he's basically come to terms that he's a bastard, he's accepted it, he's not bitter about it. Um, so I always said that the parentage thing wouldn't really matter all that much to him, just like on a, on a personal level, because I don't know, he's just never been about that. Um, so yeah, that was my nerd rage on that. And then one more thing, it's more of a whole season thing, but really the lack of gratitude that everybody in the realm has towards Daenerys, uh, not one thank you for her people and her dragons sacrificing themselves you know, there wouldn't be Bran yeah. on the throne. There wouldn't be Sansa, Queen of the North. None of that if Danny 
didn't go up there and help them and like yep. not one thank you not no no gratitude at all like i understand like her end was She's like she was monster. like villainous yeah mm-hmm. but like nothing before like not even like gee thanks thanks for like doing this and that was kind of frustrating i agree with that but i also feel like she kept making it sound like she was doing them a favor but she wanted she to was. she wanted she wanted no 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 but she kept saying how she was supposed to be ruling the seven kingdoms but she was doing this because it was john's war and it was like but that's part of your seven kingdoms it is your responsibility it's not john's war these are for your people that you're supposed to be that's doing that's more of a writing yeah thing. like well i think the writing sort of undermined the whole thing because yes. they made the they made the night king like not as important in the end and i think her role in that was sort of overshadowed by like moving on to the next thing i don't know i was just upset there was like nobody at all not one said thank you for you know the sacrificing of your children and your armies like i I, not nothing yeah no and 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 there's that one scene where sansa says i should have thanked you that was my mistake and that was before the battle even you know, commenced that she should have, she said she should have thanked her. But yeah, you're and, right. They like, should, Arya they should acknowledged. Have, they should have said something. And and that's true. Arya did acknowledge that. But yes, not we, in her presence. So no. it didn't really matter. She, yeah. No, no. She acknowledged that they wouldn't, that they needed her there, but that didn't mean she trusted her. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. That was like um, is there anything else? No, yeah, no, that's, that, that was a legit. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about in Nerd Rage? No. Okay. Um, Let's move on to it doesn't fall under Nerd Rage or Rhaegar. Um, but this one, this is the only thing that really confused me was if Sam is now Grand, Grand Maester, what happens to or happens with Gilly and the baby to be and little Sam? I assume they're living in uh, in uh, Shay's Landing. old apartments. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, I don't are think. Are you sure those are still standing? I don't oh, think yeah. stuff of the old world applies anymore. They're basically like rewriting the laws. I'm assuming. Yeah, I feel okay. Like Bran can just be like, "Sure, this is fine, and it's fine." And, and I'm and I would like that because that's it's it's not in Sam's character to abandon her. That's why. I mean, it's also like I mean I know he was at the Citadel, but I mean he did leave, so like presumably he went back. But like you know he. I assume he and Gilly conceived that child like when he was not at the Citadel. So sure. like, it's not like totally ridiculous. I guess he doesn't have to marry her. I don't know. I don't. But know if you really her. think about it, it is a little silly. It's like he just was in his residency as a doctor, and now he's like yeah. the head of yeah, like the ER. Like, research. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. He doesn't. No, even, he's chief I, of staff. Forget I, head of the ER. I don't even think he has like a, a maester's chain or link. No, I know. Nope. It's kind of silly. He's just, he's just but he crazy. should have one for knowing how to uh, remove grayscale. Yeah, he's got the grayscale chain. He's got the... <laughs> no one Maybe everyone grayscale got grayscale chain. while he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they touched Jorah's shirt and now they're all dead. Um, it's just the stone okay. men are in the Citadel. Okay, Jenny, what did you put under that doesn't fall in the Nerd Rage or Rhaegar? Um... Well, I, I already talked about the John stuff, but I was just going to say, like, no matter how you feel about the endings, like, it is interesting that they ended up with a disabled character in charge, a dwarf as his hand, a lowborn sellsword, and lowborn smuggler from Fleabottom on his council, however you feel about Bronn, um, a female knight as commander of the Kingsguard, an overweight book nerd whose father sent him to the Night's Watch to die as Grand Maester, and a woman as Queen of the North, a woman off to become the, like, 
greatest explorer Westeros has ever seen. And, you know, you've got a lowborn bastard as Lord of Storm's End, and, like, in the head of Iron Islands is a woman. I just think, like... All we're missing is people of color who aren't dying. Yes, that too. But, you know, it's it's progress. It's progress. It is progress. I'm a little no, worried totally about Arya going on her inexplicable... Uh, I, I hope she fares better it. than... Uh, some of those other well, I just um, what's weird to me is like she's never really struck me as an adventurer before, and suddenly she is one. And there's a little bit of like we've it, had it a lot of problems in real history with people who explore for the sake of exploration and what they do the, to the people that they find. So I just hope that she's I feel not like that. I feel like for I was talking about this at work today too. Like I feel like with. Arya, like, she decided, like, first of all, she decided that she's not gonna, you know, be a lady and, you know, marry a lord and, you know, have children and whatever. Like, she decided that wasn't her. She also decided that, you know, she didn't need to get revenge anymore. She wasn't just gonna be a killer. So she, like, needed a new purpose. Mm -hmm. And so that was, like, an opening for her. I guess I I don't know how, like, face-stealing assassin skills translate to explorer, but... (laughs) No, I don't either, but I feel no, but like she she had sort of a a need to be doing something. Right. But she also asks um oh Franny Fisher, what the hell was her name? And the the, the one oh. who was the the the, uh, the actress. Oh yes. She yes. even asks her at one point what's west of Westeros. And so like this isn't yeah. something that's a new thought to her. And I guess Nymeria Nymeria's her hero, right? So Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Not the wolf. Exactly. Well, you know, um, I just, I, you know, again, like the Alyssa Farman stuff, like hopefully she's just going there to see and not conquer. And and not conquer. I feel like that's true. I don't think it's in Arya's nature to conquer. Yeah. Um, I was reading earlier about the butterfly fever. What? That, the, that, that's on Noth and that if you are, if you don't grow up on Noth, you, you are, um, you're not immune to this thing. And if you spend more than a few, uh, hours on the island you get this fever and basically die um so basically all the unsullied are going to die is that what's gonna happen i mean maybe the world would be better for that honestly so um i was like i didn't know this was a thing but somebody had tweeted about it earlier so i looked it up and i was like oh and it just they just mentioned how um how it was uh like it was like you could only stay there for a short time, and I thought that meant a couple of days. And then I was reading the description; it's like you can only be there for a couple of hours, or you have to go over when it's dark Wait, because that's when that's, those butterflies don't come out. That makes no sense. Some Sunday with like Grey Worm just like go there. I know. Weird. I don't. I don't buy that. I assume it's not a thing in the show. Yeah. I'm assuming it's not a thing in the show, but because uh, they probably have never. I'm just very worried because yeah. they're. I know that they think they're going to go, but that whole like we are a people of violence, we can protect you. That really bothers me. Like these, they're going to a land that can't defend themselves against some of the most hardened killers that this world has ever seen, and I don't know if they know how to be anything but soldiers. And I don't know. They're definitely going to change that culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe well, the culture will change them. Maybe. maybe. That would be really nice if they could all just kind of like chill or, out and like have a nice happy ending. Or the butterflies will kill <laughs> or them. The or maybe. Or she. <laughs> but you know what? Also, she was very young when she was taken. Maybe she doesn't remember this about the butterflies. And that's why. But it's not included in Are the, the show. Are the butterflies so the source of the worms? I don't know. 
but the butterflies, I, I don't know. I forgot what I was reading. Hold on. I have the link here. It was something about, um, about like your something with your skin. Oh, if fever is the first sign of the disease, followed by painful spasms that make the victim seem to be dancing wildly and uncontrollably. And in the last day, Joe's afflicted, uh, uh, sweat blood and their flesh sloughs off from their that bones. That sounds like the shivers. Oh, thank you, George. That sounds like the that, shivers. It does sound like it's the shivers. sort of like the opposite of the shivers. Um, but uh, this is the butterfly fever. It's a disease, disease native to the Isle of Noth. It's believed to be transmitted by local butterflies, particularly a large black and white variety with wings as big as a man's hand, oh, according to Archbishop Sir Ebros. Jesus. Uh, even though the Nothi themselves are immune to the sickness, all outsiders who remain not too long fall prey to it. Happy days. But I guess that's their... But, like, she says that they can't protect themselves. I guess, in a way, these butterflies are what protects them. Mm. But it says slavers off, often attack not during the dark of night, forcing the not the inland. Uh. So I guess that's the only way they can they can get past the butterflies. That's horrible. All right. It is horrible. So I learned something anyway, new today, and I thought I'd share it with you guys. Probably uh. not in the show version. They'll probably be fine. Okay, so there's anything else we want to talk about in the episode? Yeah, John's hair is down again. No more man bun. R.I.P. Woohoo! <laughs> It does look yes, better. It looks down. much better. It does. I don't know. I like the men bun. There was a, well, there was one point that he looked like he had some pantene hair going. So yeah, it did get very full and, and full. Of I like it. And all it was weird because seconds earlier it looked like it needed to be combed. So I don't know how that that. Yeah, I like all the was... way up or all the way down. That half C thing is not not my jam. No, the only person that looks normal on is Thoros because you expect him to be half insane looking. So. Okay, um, so upcoming events. We have Con of Thrones coming up, which we're really fucking excited about. So we're doing the spelling bee again. Yay. So if you're if you're going to Con of Thrones, please come to the spelling bee and see how Study well you up. do. We might be using some fire and blood stuff. Uh, uh that might be that might be a, a suggestion, yes. Um but all uh just and and novellas are fair game. Uh, fair game. There you go. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you. Um, but Jess and I are also joining a few people uh, on on the topic of the Great Council of 101. Which is really appropriate I, now that the season is ended. Like, what do you do with inheritance? Yeah. Can women and, and can women become the heirs now? I, uh, I don't know. Well, they got uh, This Great Council was pretty uh, lame. It was like seven people. Yep. <laughs> I know. Not so yep. great council. Yeah. Make council great again? Yeah. Maybe yeah. Not. So, oh, um... So that should be a lot of fun. So I'm excited. I'm excited to go. I'm excited to participate. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. Yeah, guys, seek um, us out. Seek us out. And I guess we're just looking forward to the prequel and the books. And I think the prequel is really exciting to me because we don't know a fucking thing. Except it's so, going to be a character named Bran. Of course. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a given. A There's always Bran. a character named Bran. Um, Maybe Brandon. We don't know. I'm sure. It's, yeah, there you go. Brandy. Um, Brandy. Oh, there, there's a new one. Um, Brando. So, Brando. <laughs> oh God, as long as it's not Marlon Brando. Brandio. Brand. With two A's. With two A's. Got pink hair. And, Dario's. Uh, Dario's ancestor. Ancestor. That's it. Good choice. Good choice. Brandario. Um. All right, so let's give this a toast. Who do, we, do we toast to the end? Do we toast to the Queen in the North? Do we toast to the next Greyjoy Rebellion? <laughs> I'm toasting to George Martin. Now that yeah. the show is over, you could finish those books. There no. you go. <laughs> Please, so sir. to George, to George, to George, George, may you never have arthritis in your fingers. There you go. To George for starting us on this on this journey. 
Yes. Yes, so. to George. All right, to George. Okay. To George. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. And so he broke that sacred oath, that Lord of the crossing. And now the pie crusts cover his kin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his kin. Revenge, it tastes so sweet. Can't do it. All right, I, I just, it's like hard. All right, now I'm gonna ask him what the typo was. Yeah, we should do different versions of. <laughs> 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 now it just sounds like some R and B sex song. Hear my words to my I'll make love to you like you want me Except to. They can't because they're in the night song. Hear my words. Bear witness to my vow, like others, and now my watch begins. <laughs> it shall not, and you do the other, shall not, oh, to my death, and to my death, I shall take <laughs> no one, hold no less, father no children. <laughs> I shall wear no crowns and win no glory, glory to Alice. I shall live and die in my post. I am <laughs> the sword in the place. Shall I know that? I am watching on the wall. So you can do like like metal. I am shield, God, the rat. <laughs> There's like so many ways to sing Sh- it. Shouldn't it be more like shield, God, the rat on me? More like I am the sword in the darkness. I am the warrior on the walls. No. Okay. Hear my words and bear witness to my vow. Twang, twang, twang. Night gathers, but now my watch begins. I need, I need to, don't, don't. It should be, it should be like, it should, we should be, have like, it should be like a cheer, like, you know, like, I am the watchers. Uh, uh, I left my cheerleading days behind, like, almost 30 years ago, so, yeah, that's not happening. Do you actually have, like, a cheer to go with that? I, I remember, I, I sort of remember one that was it. Yeah, it's like, instead of being, like, beheaded or, like, imprisoned or having, like, be castrated, you are, you know, like, you may have the night's watch. So you're cheering, but you're living. Okay. No, I meant, like, actual motion, like, you know, things. Hear my words. Hear my words, like this. And bear... Witness to my vow. Sorry, we don't have video to go Night with Night gathers. Now my watch You're begins. missing so much. Until my death. You gotta like, like Are we doing like interpretive dance That's now? exactly yeah. what it is. That's what that is. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is gonna leave this recording for like the next like six no, hours. Yeah. Alright, go go look up Nashville. Who are you? The proud person.
that I must eat this pie. This podcast is brought to you by <laughs> a bunch of lunatics who have bunch of lunatics who are hunger for pizza. For pizza house, pie. House pie. Oh! <laughs> Pizza pie gift for gift for uh, emoji for a long time until they gave us a real one. That's right. With a slice of Jared. I hope this episode's a Jared. I like that. That's our hope. It's that it's a Jared. Yeah, we don't we don't expect Rhaegars. There's no way he'd be a Rhaegar after last week. No, it's gonna be sad. We all know this. Yeah. It's gonna suck. It's gonna hurt. I'm going to be sobbing. There better be tissues because I've got to bring some. Oh, I only have toilet paper. That's fine. It's good enough. <laughs> Past 20 is You're going to break the wheel together. You're a queen. Run. I thought you were nuts. Stop. Just sex her and then we'll have to sleep. Ah. You're going to stab her? Gone. Oh, oh, yeah. Doing? Looks like a guy who has a problem with instincts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you stab her? Did you stab her? Yeah. Visa Nisa. Pizza Visa. Stab her again. Yeah, good. Oh, wait. Shots. Yeah, that's right. Shots. We're going to wait till she's dead, dead. All right, is she dead? No, I am. That's a very Joffrey moment. Where did he stab her? Oh. Um, in the lungs? Shit. You in danger. <laughs> Better run. <laughs> Don't be sad. Hit it. Hey. I'll miss you, Danny. Before you miss book, Danny. Queen Not is dead. Long yeah, live the king. Yep. I'm okay with this. Just she a thought of setting. Fell on the dagger. <laughs> Put her Ooh. on the throne. And I'm... I had the Stark with me. Yeah, me too. I am I not upset about this. Uh-oh. 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 No. You better run, Hide boy. Hide the body. He's like, I'm part. She's sleeping. She's just sleeping. She's sleeping. She's it's it's weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Just put her in the throne. Just put her on the throne. Put her on the throne and have people like have people think that the throne's down there. Oh, John. Then he gets burned again. You've made a mistake. Tyrion's king? <laughs> Drogon, we just made friends outside. It's fine. Drogon, it's fine. Yes! Yes! yes. 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 Is ending, it's fucking wild. I'm just saying.
Yep. Yep. Sort of. Kind of, maybe. Steven and Dan, like when they're writing the script, does it feel right? <laughs> it doesn't feel right. Does it feel right? <laughs> it's not. It's not even that. Come on! Acknowledge your wolf. Yes. Say hello, oh, what is that? It is. It's missing an ear. Pack the damn wolf! Oh. This is the wolf. Yes! No! Oh. 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 I'm happy. It's all good. Oh, okay. Alright, how's Star? That's right, it's exactly. <laughs> he oh, has yeah. his white. That's, uh, a, good, that's a good wingman. He's gonna teach him the ways of giants. Oh, it's a plant. There's a giant? Oh, yeah, spring is coming. Yeah, spring. spring of children. Aww. Where are you guys going? This is what I wanted for this. Is Megan's Warmer. ending. It is Megan's ending. What are they doing? Is he king in the north or just a random guy in the night's watch? He's a random guy in the night's watch. King of the wildlings. He's, I feel like he's Lord Commander. There's only wildlings. I guess he's just taking them home. He's like, I just gotta make sure. Well, somebody had to stay behind to close that. No. Why would they go north? There's nothing there. I guess they like being north. To explore? Yes. You know, this is the ending I'd want for Johnny even in the books. Yeah. I would. Killing of Danny. Killing of Danny. They did. They did Danny here? dirty. Um, Daenerys is my they favorite character. I'd be fucking fucked. Well, this is really so only a satisfying if ending. If you're a Stark fan. Yeah. If you're not a Stark fan, it's okay. kind of like all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Stark fan. I just don't. I, I doing that to Daenerys. Well, yeah. Didn't make I, sense. I was okay with it. I mean, I'm okay. I'm saying like as like a like for Daenerys, like I think they did her. They did her dirty. They, yeah. they did a real good. They turned her into Stalin. Yeah, Stalin or Lenin Especially or Mao. Like, yeah. It just didn't, it didn't, Which I mean, is a little weird given like the modern day politics. I just thought it was like a weird a little too choice. Weird. You know what? I don't I don't hate it. I mean, it's ridiculous that said Brandon's king, but like I don't hate it. I didn't hate it. So, I, I mean, I didn't hate it. But the way they got there, I just think this is probably like somewhere in the ballpark of where the book is. The ending and it'll just be better executed because it'll be like actual like character development. Yeah, build up to it. I cried a bunch of times. I liked it. <laughs>